KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Our second college football preview takes us to Chester to take a look at the Division Three Widener Pride. Now, Widener had its 2020 season wiped out as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. In 2019, Widener went 5-5 five and five overall, 4-4 four and four in the Middle Atlantic Conference. And that 2019 season was Mike Baranak's first as head coach. I caught up with Baranak to find out what the last couple of years have been like for the program and what he expects in 2020. 21. Well, first of all, coach, I mean, it's been a challenging year and a half for everyone, but just how exciting is it to be getting ready for a season after losing 2020? I would imagine you got some kids that must be jumping off the walls ready to get out there. Yeah, it's been an exciting week and a half so far. And to be honest, it's been an exciting year and a half. I mean, I think our guys have been since the second, the 2020 season was canceled. Uh, they've just been looking forward to, to getting back out there with their teammates and having an opportunity to compete and and now we can uh we can see that coming pretty quick and, and everybody's pretty pretty fired up about that opportunity how did you work to keep the kids engaged and you talk about how they've been fired up but you know it's tough i'm sure a lot of zoom but how much of a challenge was it over the last year to to keep everybody kind of focused on the prize and plugged in yeah sure i, I think it was a it was a big challenge for our staff and, and for our players, uh, we, we did a nice job navigating it. We did utilize Zoom and, and all the different platforms on the Internet that you can communicate with each other through. Uh, we had a bunch of guest speakers come in. Um, we'd have various meetings with our guys, whether it be related to football or academic, our culture and our program, things they can use in life, job interviews, uh, you know, all, all different sorts of things. We, we had enough programming to get us through the year and a half and uh, kept doing that you know, on a weekly basis with our guys, just so we could keep, you know, keep them engaged and keep them excited. Kept talking about the, the opportunities that are going to be ahead of us and how we felt that the teams who uh, best navigated through the COVID situation, uh, when we get to the other end of this and finally get to start playing games, you, hopefully you can see the teams that handled that well and stuck together and prepared, uh, whether it be on their own, you know, they, they did what was necessary to get their bodies right and their minds right. Uh, handle their academics so they can be a part of the team and, and keep moving forward. And for our coaching staff, you know, we were engaged with with other coaches, you know, trying to improve ourselves, a lot of self-scout, uh, review, look back in, in what we did right, what we did wrong, some things we want to change and kind of keep our program liquid as we move forward and, and ever changing until we get the results that we want. Spent a lot of time out recruiting. Uh, that was a little different for us. Again, we were using the internet and using the Zoom Visits were very limited, but I feel we had a successful recruiting class. So we did everything, everything we could think of, uh, everything in our power to, to keep our players engaged and keep our program moving forward as we uh, head into 2021. We were talking off the air. I'll ask you basically the same question I asked you. How has camp gone? And kind of as a follow up to that, is there a rust factor with the kids? I mean, because I'm sure everybody's in shape and working out, but. You know, until you're out there with the guys, it's it's it takes a little bit to get back up into up to speed. Sure, I think it always takes a little bit of time to get to get up to speed. I think the defense, in our case or in most cases, be a little bit ahead of the ahead of the offense. Hopefully, we're shaking that rust off. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only coach in the country that's a little nervous to you know see how we're going to perform when when the lights come on. We're excited. We have a scrimmage this Thursday. Uh, against another opponent. So it'll give us a little test before we head into week one. Uh, we had an inter-squad scrimmage last week. Um, camp's been really, 
really competitive. Uh, camp's been really physical. Uh, we were able to battle through the heat early on in training camp, which, uh, you know, gave our guys a little bit more adversity to keep fighting through, which is always good and uh, helps you bond together and come together when you got to battle something that's pretty tough. Um, but it's also been short. So, yeah, there is a factor of uh, of how long uh, will the rust, you know, stay on or how quickly can we shake it off? We reported on the 12th and uh, it's now the 24th and our kids are on their second day of school. Um, so it's been a short training camp, uh, but it has been competitive. It's been physical. Um, and, and I think that our guys have responded really well to uh, to the challenges of a short camp and um, the challenges of trying to get the rust off and get ready to to win a football game. When you look at the group, when it comes to where do you see the strengths right now? I think the strengths of our football team, we, we have four really great leaders who are coming back, who are seniors, um, our four captains. I think it starts with them. Uh, Ryan Steckline, who's a uh, senior offensive tackle for us. Uh, Mario Scotis, who's a senior defensive end. A senior wide receiver, James Gillespie. Uh, and a uh, senior defensive back, Anthony Jordan. And I think those four guys have really uh, set the tone for us over the last year and a half. But certainly when we got here together and uh, started taking the practice field uh, this this fall, and, and I think it'll start with them. I mean, it's it's the players, our, our program's centered around our players and, and it's their locker room and how far those leaders can drive our guys towards our goals. Um, you know, it, it, that's what it takes. And I think those guys are... Uh, are up to the challenge and they've all had a great training camp. Uh, they're all in shape. They're all ready to go. So I think our leadership from those four guys is one of our strengths from a schematic standpoint. You know, we returned three starters on the offensive line, which we're happy about that. We return a running back who had significant carries last year. I think our wide receiver core is pretty solid defensively. Our defensive line has been playing well during camp. Uh, we like the play of our three young linebackers. Um, and I think our secondary will be much improved from 2019, uh, getting a guy like Anthony Jordan back onto the field after injury in 2019. So we're we're excited to, uh, you know, to see what the future holds, and and we're just taking it day by day. What's your quarterback position look like? Uh, we got a few guys in training camp right now who are battling it out to try and, uh, you know, replace a senior that we lost last year. Um, so they they've been splitting reps uh, pretty much equally throughout training camp. Um, we have a scrimmage, like I said, th this Thursday. Um, so those guys, again, will we'll, we'll split reps there and we'll kind of evaluate uh, day by day. And on the depth chart every day, it's kind of been fluctuating. Uh, we go in, pretty much treat every practice just like a game. So we'll grade it out, uh, you know, based on uh, how they operated um, as far as getting the play call in, making the checks, um, completing passes, you know, anything that, that we would grade our quarterbacks on, on, a, on a normal basis after a Saturday game, we've been doing that every day on practice um, and making sure those guys are competing. And, and, and we feel confident that we'll find a guy that uh, will put us in the right positions and help us win uh, by the time we get to week one. Is there a – you talked about multiple strengths and you know, you're looking at the quarterback position. Is there one position that you feel kind of holds the key for your group that if it comes together and you get – close to the ceiling of what the, the possibility is for that, that it could mean something really special? Yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I think every time you're your quarterback, your trigger man, I think you want him to be, be a guy that is uh, super competitive, that everybody on the team can rally behind, and he's going to make great decisions um, with the football. So obviously, you know, we, quarterback's a, a position that is of the utmost importance. 
Um, but then for us, you know, we, we want things to start up front. We've got to be able to protect that guy. So whoever it is, uh, we've got to be able to protect him, whether it be in the pass game or by being physical and establishing a run. So, so it's important for our offensive line to continue to grow uh, and, and build that continuity. And then I think it's the reciprocal on the defensive side of the ball, uh, especially in, in the middle Atlantic conference. If you can stop the run and you can get after some of the dynamic passers that we have in this league, I think you give yourself a chance to play good defense and be in, be in a lot of games and a chance to win. So for us, the three main positions that, you know, we really want to see continue to come along and, and will help you win football games is up front on defense and offense. Um, and then obviously that quarterback position. So, so this is your third year. This will be your second season of actual games. How have yeah. things slowed down for you? Cause I would imagine that first year things are going pretty fast as you maybe tackle things for the first time as head coach. Then you have that odd 2020 year, obviously. And, and now it's kind of your second year of coaching and routine. How have it, how's it slowed yeah. down for you? The way I look at it, I, I, it's the perspective you put on everything. I mean, if I was sitting here as a football coach that uh, was a head coach for 30 years and everything's been mapped out and we've done it the same way for 25 years and then you get that uh, roadblock thrown in there, I think that might cause a little bit more of a hiccup uh, than it did for me. You know, heading into my first year, we 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 did some things in our culture and, and things that we wanted to accomplish and we were moving towards that and we were excited about 2020. Uh, and then it got, you know, shut down on us. Uh, so we just went right back in and, and rolled with the punches. And, and that's kind of how we've been doing it. So I look at it like an advantage, not a disadvantage, being a young coach that we get a bunch of these, you know, hiccups or roadblocks early on uh, in, in this time here. Um, that'll just serve us well as we move through. And if you can navigate through the past year and a half, then you you can navigate through anything. So I use it as kind of a uh you know, a, a badge of honor, I guess, you know, we, we made it through, we're all right. We're on the other side. I don't look at it as a, uh, a negative. I just, I come to work every day and it's a, it's a great opportunity to be the football coach here at Widener and whatever obstacles are put in our way, it doesn't change our focus. Um, that that's the great thing. So, you know, for us, we, we have our goals. We have what we want this program to be. We have a standard, we have an expectation for our coaches and our players and anybody who can reach out and touch this football program, there's an expectation put on them. And, and that doesn't change regardless of playing games or, or not playing games. So this was just something that, uh, you know, put it in your coaching book and, and, and you learn from it. And the next time that, that we have something, now I know how to uh, run a program online if we have to. We know how to keep guys engaged and we know how to create a strength and conditioning program that guys can do on their own. And we know how to have uh, meetings via Zoom and meetings in in rooms where we have to be six feet apart and and work in pods when we go out onto the practice field and how we operate through the locker room. Um, so we're ready for all those challenges and we navigated it pretty well as a coaching staff. Credit to our kids. Uh, our kids never questioned anything, man. Whatever we needed to do, hey, coach, if this is what we have to do to get better, then this is what we have to do. Uh, and, and everybody did a great job. So I, I put the spin on it that uh, – you know, my, my head wasn't spinning. This was just this was the, the situation I was in. And, and, and my job is to get this football team ready. And I think we've we've done that to that point. Anything you've experienced, any practices you had to implement out of necessity in the last year? Are they going to stick around? Are there things that you were like, hey, you know what? This is yeah, actually for, better than what we were doing. For sure. I think one thing, you know, if you look back into our 2019 season, one glaring thing that, that we wanted to do as, as a staff was we, we got worn down in the second half. Uh, we didn't 
finish games. We never trailed at halftime to any team that we played, um, but we finished five and five because we got worn down. And I think one thing that came out of COVID that was a blessing was we were only allowed a certain amount of people in our weight room at a certain amount of time. And we were able to split up lifting all the way throughout the day. And the lifting groups were very focused. You know, you were working with guys that were going to push you. We could mix and match who's going to lift with this guy to get him bigger and get him stronger. Um, And there's really no place to hide. Uh, You're not a hundred guys in a weight room, 50 guys in a weight room at a time. Our strength and conditioning staff was able to, Hey, these are my 10 guys who are lifting for this 45 minutes and really make sure that, that, that we grinded them and, and got them right. So I think that's a benefit that we're looking at a way for us to uh, continue to to utilize that lifting in the small groups to make it and, you know, get in, get out, get your work, but make it very, uh, very intense. Um, so that may have been a blessing in disguise. You do lose a little bit of that full team element, but when you go outside, you can pick up your your work outside as a full team. So, you know, basically how our, our strength and conditioning program goes is, you know, we have three, four days of lifting and then a couple of days of, you know, agilities and running. Um, so we picked up that team aspect in the wintertime with with the outside work uh, and then the inside work where we could really focus on our kids size and strength. Um, it, it, it was a benefit, a blessing in disguise to to have those small groups. Um, and it kind of coincided right with how Widener is as far as the academic side. It, it's very hands on learning here at our university. It's very uh, intimate, smaller class sizes where you get to ask those questions. And, and that same approach in the weight room, I think, has paid off in the uh, in the size of our football team, the strength of our football team, the speed of our football team. Um, so if I'm looking at a at what we first thought may have been a negative through COVID, that could be something that's possibly maybe sticks with our program, uh, you know, for the future. And my final question, you'll open with Rowan. I think this has become one of the best non-conference games going in the area. Uh, And you talk about you had that scrimmage later this week, but, you know, week one of the regular season, you will get a very good feel of where your group is with this matchup, no? Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Rowan, Rowan University is uh, chock full of great football players. They have a wonderful coaching staff, great tradition. Um, we expect an absolute, uh, absolute battle. We expect, uh, you know, a, a great Rowan football team like we would every year. They're very talented, and we know what's what's ahead of us. We know how challenging it is to win at a place like that. Um, big crowd, you know, the, the fireworks, the, the the opening day, all the stuff that they put on for. Uh, for this little rivalry, um, and and they're a hell of a football team. So we know we got our hands full, um, and, and we're just taking it day by day. And and come September fourth, hopefully we're, you know, we're, we're ready to compete because um, we'll have to be. Uh, we got a ton of respect for those guys. Got a ton of respect for Coach Corsi. You know, we're just excited to to get past 2020 and get back out there and have a chance to compete. And and we'll know a lot about our football team, you know, around 10 p.m. on uh, September fourth. That is it for this episode of our college football preview series here on One on One. My name is Matt Leon. Now you can follow the show on Twitter at One on One Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening, and we will have another episode coming your way soon.